0: Okay, good morning, very, very welcome to today's pre-market trade plan live session, um, which is our opportunity to do our analysis and be as prepared as we can for today's trading opportunities. Um, now, there was an interesting correction last week. Um, broadly speaking, for one major reason, there's been a realization that actually the Fed will in fact keep rates higher for longer and in fact, even uh, still maintain that kind of hawkish stance and may increase rates further so the markets all year had been trading um the exact opposite the rhetoric that don't worry the fed will will pause which it has done on two occasions now and in fact just uh, the fomc last week uh was was technically a pause but it had a very very hawkish element to it and now there is this realization beginning to kick in That actually the fed do indeed mean what they've been saying all year and they're not just talking about it so they're pushing out the uh the the potential for rate cuts further and further down the line and this market is trying to now adjust to that new reality higher rates for longer due to broadly sticky inflation in fact, inflation that looks like it's showing signs of beginning to make a little bit of a comeback Okay, so that's the backdrop. Um, we will uh, we'll have a look at some of the news flow over the course of the trading day. We'll uh, we'll we'll assess risk sentiment, and then we'll be able to go through the charts and identify exactly which markets are likely to give, to give us the best um, opportunity. Uh, please take a brief moment to familiarise yourself with our risk warning currently up on screen, and as always, be mindful of the risks involved in trading these uh, really quite choppy markets. Um, okay so just as a quick introduction um, all profitable traders need to consider of course which markets the trade. So trade selection it's an important decision because uh, you want to be trading the right markets rather than perhaps looking in areas where um, the opportunities are, are, are limited um, where do we then enter and exit these markets how do we manage risk how do we manage each trade to a successful outcomes So, risk management and trade management are two different important features of these markets and trading and psychology as well they're all important facets now we address these considerations every day in our live trade rooms and that's the the benefit of of trading live every day is because you can you can understand these things in real time and we are strong advocates of being consistent in our approach Accurate with the levels disciplined with our capital and of course be patient as well. So let's start with a review of potential market moving news So um, For that we bring up Forex factory And as we scroll down today obviously Monday the 25th of September um, These months seem to be ticking by really quite quickly so We'll have a look at the end We've had a uh, the governor of the BOJ um, speech comes as a surprise from source. Event added to calendar at the release time. Okay. Okay. We'll see if there's any movement out of the yen. Uh, so we've got we're going to get some information about the German uh, business climate and. Um, if you you look at the the kind of the chart, you'll see that, I suppose things aren't great. And um, it looks like, you know, business conditions could be kind of getting worse, we have this kind of hawkish ECB, um, which is increasing the cost of business, that's obviously not a good, good thing for um, uh, corporates um especially in germany who's having a, a tough time on the growth side of things so we've got sort of high inflation lowering growth high interest rates it's a it's not a great combination really for um for the business climate in in germany so um we'll see whether this sort of with a markets discount, if it came in 84, 83, there might be a little bit more of a, a shift. Um, it's more likely to come in line with expectations, but we'll see We'll see what we get at nine o'clock. Uh, okay, so just have a quick look for the week. Nothing else of any major concern. We'll be hearing from Christine Lagarde later on. Um, I think she's, okay, it's a testimony. Okay, it's due to testify before the Committee on Economic and Monetary Affairs in Brussels. So that will be quite an interesting uh, development then this afternoon. You know, why the ECB making the decisions they make? Are they the right decisions? You know, all all these sorts of things and she'll have to answer them accordingly. So um, I think uh, she's well rehearsed. She knows what she's doing. She's unlikely to make any significant error, um, but you, you just never know. So be mindful of that event um okay so this week got consumer us consumer confidence numbers it's going to be interesting to see what we what we get in that respect we'll have a look at that um tomorrow morning australia cpi and then we've got a number of cpi numbers um as we close out the week um german spanish cpi and just quickly looking at these numbers It looks like we're going from 2.6 to 3.5 for the Spanish economy and German prelim CPI numbers look like they're coming in. Um, You know, inflation is still ticking higher, but it's doing so at a pretty kind of flat rate or level. GDP out of the US, are we still seeing some upside in, in growth in the US or is that beginning to wane as well? Because that is probably the catalyst for, um, we've already had a bit of a move to the downside, we're likely to get a much bigger move. And something like GDP numbers, if that starts to weaken, um, that would be a major signal. Um, at the moment, the US economy is still performing reasonably well. We're, we've got Fed drone Powell, which will be speaking at a town hall event with educators Holded. Uh, hosted by the Federal Reserve, so again a couple of central bankers, a few sort of inflation numbers due out and then we're going to close out the week with actually quite an important one um, we've got um, core p c e which is the uh the fed's own um, uh, inflation sort of metric on personal consumption and you can see that we're reverting back to normal if we come in at zero point two um They obviously want to see it lower, but um, it could come in a bit higher. You see, that's the problem. Will it reflect the slight uptick we've been seeing? Um, uh, It's suggesting now in terms of a forecast that it's not, but we'll see. Um, Okay, so we're beginning to move into daylight, uh, shifting time shifts um, across across the globe. I think yesterday, I think we had uh, the the New Zealand time shift next weekend. We're, we're going to get the uh, the Australian time shift, and then uh, I think it, a few more weeks' time we we'll get we we'll get that across Europe and the US. Okay, so that's really the the kind of the backdrop, um, and really you're looking for these events to kind of reinforce your your view or your approach uh, at the at this time. So let's have a look at these charts then. Let's see where the opportunities are. I think it's worth looking at markets like um, uh, we're we're currently in the S&P to the downside and um... Good morning, everyone. Let's get our pen up there just quickly. So this is the S&P. So this is a good good sort of broad barometer in terms of um, US equities. We've got, we've had this sort of prolonged period of kind of sideways moving action with, with, with these markets threatening to kind of make a move to the downside. Now off the back of the FOMC, we saw um, a real sizable move to the downside. But then what you get, what we experienced on Friday was a little bit of an impulse, and then we've made a technical new low. Now we've pulled back. Our bias, just just for clarity purposes, is still lower. So when I've just said that the market is just reassessing kind of the situation regarding Fed interest rates. Um, It's hard to say that, uh, let's say 44.40 down to 43.20, 120 point, move I think is um, I think there's probably still more in this to the downside it's very unlikely we're just going to get you know a move of that size bearing in mind what this market is currently discounting so these little dead cat bounces we're relatively comfortable with um, yes it looks like if you're if you're constantly watching your PL, you know it's eating back into your profits yes that's all the case but when your bias is is comfortably in one direction, um, we've got to be mindful for these markets uh, sort of showing bullish signs in terms of significant structural failures over a, a prolonged time period. Um, then the, 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 the discussion is very, very different. But when it's when it's making further lows and we're getting a bit of a pullback and we have expectations for further downside, it's really a case about trading the um, letting your winners run, isn't it? And that's really what what profit taking is all about, you know. Certainly, when you get decent opportunities like we've currently seen, so for this market to bounce off these lows, unless something changes, um, our bias would still to the downside and it's like that across so we we're, we're talking about in terms of risk sentiment we're talking about a risk off market we spoke about the potential for the um the dow jones to come down to the 200 period moving average so even on friday we still had that sort of momentum in the end we had to wait all day for it but eventually we got there um if i just zoom in a little bit on the nasdaq so really, we have this strange situation with the Nasdaq, where it's still really about this sort of six, seven, eight um, massive large cap overpriced companies, and they're absolutely dominating these markets. They're heavily weighted, so you, you're seeing um, uh, you see you're seeing these s- s- relatively small number of companies, you know, really drive these markets. Um, other companies outside of this sort of seven or eight um exceptionally performing entities um which is really sort of mind-boggling Um, the rest of the market is not really performing that well so you've got this sort of 2 tier environment and um and as a result we're surely not done just yet we're surely more downside and that would be our overall bias um okay so uh for now and 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 the thing is the only caveat we have is unless something significant changes and that thing could be inflation it could be growth it could be uh, unemployment if that starts pushing higher very very quickly and rapidly if you notice uh jerome powell has moved away from oh you know and, and yelling as well they were both coming out talking about the economy biden as well um saying you know we we yeah, it looks like we're gonna have a nice soft landing. We can uh, we can keep pushing rates higher and the economy is gonna bounce back nicely. That's very unlikely to be the case, but this is what they're saying to these markets. So we have a situation where the markets don't quite know what to believe and, and, it, and therefore it creates a very, a very difficult backdrop. So our bias would be to the downside. If we got a, a rollover to the downside, um in the dax for example below the uh, 15444 that would be an interesting move um, and that's the dax so that would be worth looking at we've been in this little sideways pattern with markets like the like the dax for quite some time so we've it's really not we've not really and wanted to to engage or to, to trade it through the zone. But certainly if we break lower, oh, we've had a couple of breakouts to the upside which kind of failed um, ultimately. So the overall bias now is um, we've got these lower highs and now we're talking about sort of lower lows. So this is when this market is beginning to, to reverse. So the next break to the downside could be an interesting trade would be worth looking at for sure um oops, sorry the Nikkei uh, so uh, again what we're not we're, we're not that eager to be jumping into this type of trade we've had initial sort of moves higher um, and then we've had this little breakdown to the downside which reversed re- relatively quickly so we are still for all intents and purposes, we're still in this little sideways pattern. Again, a nice break to the downside or a break to the upside. We can probably engage with these markets a little bit more. And we've been in this little zone now um, since like early June. So it's a prolonged period of time. Let's see what Bitcoin's doing. We're getting that little roll up. So our, our, our bias would be that this is likely, more likely to roll over to the downside. It's it's held up and it's been quite resilient, which is quite impressive. Um, it's clinging on to any little bit of hope it can get, but ultimately we'd probably have um, a little bit more downside in the near term. So a tough time for for Bitcoin traders. And and you're seeing a lot more adverts now about Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies and all that kind of stuff. And um, you, you still need to be very, very careful about all these crypto wallets and all these, it's a very, it's an incredibly unregulated environment. and. Um, the upside sounds too good to be true we would suggest that it it generally always is um, and some people get really badly caught so if you can avoid it it's I know it's uh, it's exciting to think about the potential but if you're asked for a very small deposit and you're you're you know you're told it's gonna it's gonna give you a thousand percent return you know you've got to ask yourself is that? Is that likely um the problem is we've had a lot of people on the inside of the cryptocurrency markets that have benefited phenomenally well as we all probably know but the vast majority of people have been smashed and you you have you know things like ftx that went under and billions and billions of of dollars you know completely vanished and the problem is because it's an unregulated unregulated entity you know the the owner i know is facing trial and Probably prison time, but that doesn't really help get people's money back. So that's pretty much gone from. I mean, I haven't had any particular update in it for for, for months, but um, I would imagine it's going to be very difficult for those investors to get their money back. Okay, so commodities next, just very quickly. I'm a little bit of indecision now up at these levels where. We were kind of pushing higher. We've kind of pulled back. Now we've attempted to make a new high and failed. We've we're sort of potentially failing down. So we're we're in this little sort of range now. And um, will we get a little break higher? If so, there's a buy trade above the highs, um, but there's equally a bit of a corrective move in the pipeline as well. So it we can go one of two ways, really. Um, okay, gold next. good morning everyone great to have you with us so gold is is it again it's it's um it's a difficult difficult market we've got low up and we've got higher lows and lower highs so you've got this narrowing you could argue it's kind of a a, a bearish flag and um sorry bear with me one second there guys apologies Right. Okay. Sorry about that, guys. So there's this little bearish flag. And what's worth noting is, is where this price action has come from, from from top to bottom. Um, so our bias, we'd prefer to sell this trade to the downside. You know, eventually, at some point, um, you probably need prices to break these lows. But then there is your probably confirmed downside trade. But you do need the dollar to to strengthen considerably. And that's why this market is not really making that much progress. So moving on to the dollar our bias is still to the downside, it's really quite surprising to see the equities sell off so much and not really have any major follow through um, for the dollar. So we'd expect indices down dollar up. We haven't really seen it. So we've seen the majority of the move across the indices. Um, pounds slightly different position because it's it's currently pretty weak across the board um and uh, we're getting a little bit of a, a bounce off these lows so we're seeing a little bit of a bounce today i mean it's a very very little one it's not a it's not a proper bounce but you can see the, the the bearish nature um since these central banks last week on the pound and we're currently selling the pound um the pound yen we're still waiting for this this move for the yen, um which is not really it's not forthcoming just yet. We're still getting the dollar grinding higher against the yen. That's that differential between uh, BOJ interest rates at minus 0.1 and that of the Fed, which is positive 5.5. So a massive differential, which just means there's um, the the dollar's more attractive than the yen, and, and that's what's really driving uh, unsustainably up at these highs. Are still what's what's driving the dollar against the yen. Now the N. BOJ. I've talked about intervention. They'll, you know, there is problems caused for the Japanese economy with with the dollar yen up at these levels. But um, that intervention doesn't seem like it's it's uh, it's close to coming just yet. But we, we'll, we'll have to keep this open because what we'll what we we'll get is an announcement, and it'll all happen pretty quickly. Okay, so the Swiss franc is is really selling off. Quite aggressively we've got a hawkish fed we've got a i suppose ultimately quite a dovish so again this is the this is the dynamic between the um the boe and the smb versus the fed so these are the markets that should probably get our focus still um So above the the 9080, for the Swiss franc, dollar Swiss, and the pound, no reason why we wouldn't expect further downside. Take Friday's low, Uh, 132.30. 122.30 122.30 to the downside for the pound dollar. Okay, let's just see if there's anything else jumping out. We did have a bias to the upside, but it, it became far too choppy, far too volatile. We would have expected the CAD to take a bit of a pause, um, but it, it kind of hasn't done to any great extent. Again, a lot of sideways patterns for the Aussie dollar and New Zealand dollar in this little sideways range. So, I think the Swiss franc, the um, the pound, we can look at those against the dollar. Not a fan of uh, the pound, the euro, pound, euro, yen. I still are biased to the, still to the downside for the pound. So looking to go with this momentum and direction. Okay, then guys, sorry, um, I'm just conscious of the time, so let's wrap this up. <clears throat> so today's trade plan uh it's it's got a continuing continuing theme so we'll uh, we'll just amend this and i'll let you go guys apologies um so so continuing risk off market conditions due to hawkish pause from the fed and rising bond yields um Yeah, all, all of that is still is still intact. Um, due to hawkish Fed and dovish um, B O E and T H F. Okay, so so as a result, um, we can certainly have a look at U.S. indices for further weakness. And um, We can be a little bit more specific with dollar strength now, so we can have a look at the uh, look at the pound dollar. We can look to, um, oops, uh, we can look sell sell so below the one twenty two thirty. In here the dollar swiss uh, looking to buy buy above the uh the 1980 level and uh, we've also got also got the dax uh, looking to sell this this level in here is a very very important structural one so uh, we want to just keep an eye on that one it's not like we get into it today or tomorrow i don't think but you know when we do get prices below fifteen thousand four hundred forty-four, it's a trade definitely worth looking at okay um we've got this this dynamic in these markets i've just posted that into the chat box there now for you where we've got a hawkish fed but we've got a dovish uh, Boe and and um, Swiss, Swiss National um, Bank. Uh, okay. Oh. Sorry. Swiss National Bank. Okay. So we're talking about the pound and the Swiss franc here, which is why we're we're kind of selecting the pound dollars dollar Swiss uh in today's price action so let's uh let's see if we can get some joy in those markets today I'll just repost that just a little update there so on that note guys um thanks very much for joining us that's a summary continuing risk off market conditions due to a hawkish Fed versus a dovish boe and SMB as a result US indices we think that this and it might take a bit of time today for this for this trade to kind of continue to develop um, Pound dollar looking below the 122.30, the the dollar Swiss looking to buy it above the, looking to buy it above the um, 0.9080. And then the Dax as well looking to sell below that very important structural level 1544, uh, 15,444 to the downside great stuff okay on that note guys I apologize we've, we've kind of run thing like towards the end of last week we've certainly got a, a really comprehensive um narrative feeding through and that's what we're looking to trade any questions feel free to post them guys um we'll wrap it up there uh just to let you know we trade these markets fully live and interactive every day um that's where you genuinely sort of learn how to navigate these financial markets using all the education we have available um, give you a foothold and we trade every day from 8 a.m. for the European session and then we're back again at 1245 pm for the US trading session. So for more information just go to the live trading.com and we'll speak to you then. Thanks so much guys. Take care. Bye-bye.